The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we dirty talk. <laughs> Hi, Reed. Hello. I I was listening to the podcast the other day and I forget what our intro music is like. And it's literally just us two moaning like, ah, ah. Yeah. I get really into the intro music when I'm re-listening back to the episodes and I do a little Really? I hope that everyone else loves it as much as I do. I hope so too, because... I cringe, like I do can't. Do you? It's because you started with dirty talk and then I was like, oh yeah, mm, dirty talk. And then thinking about us dirty talking, then I was like, well, the intro is basically just like fucking porn audio. Our intro is basically porn audio. Yeah, yes. And the little stings where you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, I love the recording though. It was like, oh, my sister's in the other room. Like whatever, whatever crazy shit we were saying at the time. <laughs> How are you today, Reed? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm I'm very tired. I was a bridesmaid over the weekend, so yeah, Ooh. full on bridesmaids duties, which was so much fun. Yeah, hectic um, but fun, right? Yeah, it, weddings are crazy. They're just they're mm-hmm. wonderful and exciting, um, and there's just like a lot of emotions. And this was my best friend from when I was like 14, getting married, and it's been her lifelong dream. So it was just. It was beautiful, but it's that a lot happens, a lot goes on, and then there's a lot to think about, and it, it, yeah, it does, it does play tricks on your mind, you know. How did it make you feel in terms of your own relationship being at a wedding? Ooh. Because I have always felt really weird about my own personal relationships when I'm at weddings, because like it's like this happy couple. There's a lot of like pressure, mm. and it's like it's all very like a not a facade of like happiness in a relationship, mm-hmm. but it is only focusing on like celebrating the love and the positive things. And if you're single at a wedding, it's like- It's I've, tough. I've, it's yeah. very tough. Really tough. Cause a lot of people come with their partners or are there yeah. with partners or with their family. And mm-hmm. wedding is about celebrating the love that you have for another person. So if yeah. you don't, you're not experiencing that, then I think it can really question, make you question yourself and or just make you feel really left out. We're, yeah. When do we ever celebrate somebody is single like we do in a wedding, you know? Like weddings <laughs> are literally glorified and we are brainwashed as children with the, what, the princess fantasy. It's literally like the focal point in most movies and TV yeah. shows of like, this is it, this is what true love is. And it's like... What if you don't want to get married? What if like, we celebrated breakups like we do weddings? Oh, please. What, we spend like 50 grand on a breakup party? <laughs> yes. 100%. You chose yourself. Go get it. That's it, my girl. Where would you have your breakup wedding? Like... 
Um, What's like the most single place you can think of? What, Vegas or something? Yeah, oh my, that would be great, Vegas, you know. But then again, is that because we're brainwashed to thinking that like, you know, stag and hens have to be done in... New Orleans. Yeah. Fucking New Orleans mm-hmm. is my favourite place in the whole world anyway. So that's where I would go. Yeah. yeah. I think mine would be like Berlin sex clubs. Yes. Yes. Just get lost in those one. for a few days. Yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Amsterdam could be a good vibe. Oh yeah. Go get to Holland. Mm-hmm. But to go back to your question, I feel really happy with in the knowledge that I know that I don't want to get married at this point in time. Of course, I don't know what the future has to hold. I don't think, I think my younger Mm -hmm. self wanted to get married because that was the sign of a successful relationship. And now I just don't believe that to be the case. Like I see marriage now as like something crazy. I'm just like, what? But you know, when you go through the motions, like I've done it all, I'm just like marriage, who would ever want to do that? You're stupid if you want to do that. Now I'm in that sort of settled place, which is like, well, you only live once, right? So it's about enjoying yourself. And you know, if you want to spend that much money and declare your love for each other, and that is what's important to you, then you should be able to do that without any judgment. I'm I'm still getting out of that judgment mindset (laughs) that my mum imprinted into me. About judgy person at the wedding, like yeah, yeah, can't believe they spent this much money. Bloody hell! Yeah, I I know. (laughs) And you're just like, you could have put a house, like a deposit on a house. It's crazy, but okay. And obviously, if you don't believe like me, I don't believe that love lasts forever. I don't believe that marriages last forever. Mm. Um, Which I don't think's fair either. It's just you know, a lot of people's like, don't get married if you don't think it will last forever. And it's just like, well, why not? Why can't you get married one year and then divorce the other year? Like, it's just part of the whole life experience of shit. When I when I was a teenager, I always just wanted to get married in Vegas. Like that was, yeah, because I, I, I don't, for some reason, I just didn't really fancy like the whole big wedding. I never dreamt mm-hmm. about having like a white wedding dress or anything like that. I was just like, you know what? If I really love someone, I'll just elope with them but when my parents got divorced then I started thinking hmm maybe I should have like a proper wedding Mm -hmm. and like do all this weird like psychology something happened there like must recreate make my own happiness because there's yeah I mean that's I feel like that's the mature thing to do right is like not be obsessed with this idea that we will get married and plan it because that's when things get difficult and complicated. Um, as much as, yeah, like, yeah. I, I thought I've had issues with weddings. I fucking love weddings. I used to watch, like, Disney weddings on the Disney channel and shit, and I was like, oh, my God, they're so in love. <laughs> and, like, I want the princess wedding. If I'm ever going to get married, it's going to be dumb princess wedding, probably in fucking Disneyland, because I'm oh an absolute, like, regressing teenager, like, give me my childhood back person. Like, give me princess dress and princess carry me to my honeymoon suite, you know, that kind of shit. But is that the brainwashing? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We just put so much pressure on relationships lasting forever. And it's just so natural that they don't. And if we, if we were taught that relationships were all temporary, then we would just enjoy them so much more, I think. Mm, We're obsessed with the idea of time and length. And you're like, oh, we've been together 10 years. I'm like, but are you happy though? kind of relates to my situation at the moment because I'm in a place where I can't really be there for like a long-term relationship. 
mm, because yeah. I'm thinking of like trying to move out to LA and like doing this. So if I'm actually going to do that by the end of the year, then I can't get into anything long term because I really wouldn't want a long distance relationship. So it's interesting. It's almost forcing me to see relationships as very temporary, like with a end date and like, you know, you just then you move on and you start start again. Temporary relationships can be life-changing. They could make you the person that you are. You know, like, what would you prefer? Having a five-year-long relationship where you don't really grow as a person, you stagnate, or a six-month relationship where all of a sudden you, like, change the course of your life and feel better about yourself and learn so much shit, you know? It's like, why are we obsessed with this idea of of long-term? Long-term's long. I mean, I found that in my long, long relationship... (laughs) We, we stagnated, we stopped growing as individuals because we grew mm. as a couple. And then that's when it became difficult because we weren't having our individualism. We weren't able to because we became codependent on each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we stopped doing all the things that we liked individually. It became the thing that we did together. And then what, like seven years later, you're just like, wow, I literally haven't changed like since like a few years ago. I've done nothing yeah. new. I've learned no more skills. Don't know anything new about myself. I don't even know how to fucking date new and be me. What music to listen to by myself. What movies to watch by myself. Scary shit. That's why breakups are so hard as well. You're just like, I'm going to lose a huge part of me. Yeah, oh my God. When you when you base like part, part of yourself as a Your person identity. on that other person. I don't think... I really think we should try not to do that because we're just... No one should do it. It's not worth it. Wow, this is like the most undirty talk, dirty talk we've ever done. It really is. Well done. Well, well done. Wow. Wow well done, done us. Well done us. <laughs> well nice. done us for really keeping this juicy. <laughs> yeah, we did good. We did good, kid. I actually have like, I have, I have some updates that I wanted to slip in though, Reed. Oh yes, please tell me your updates. <laughs> I started writing a list down of my updates. That's smart. So I'm like, that is smart. What do I have to tell people? Um, firstly, I've been dating someone for now over a month. Yay! I love that. You're like, over a month, longevity. It's real now. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so real now. But also, Shit. temporary. Temporary. Mm-hmm. Temporary is good. Like, it's more like... I don't even know, I wouldn't know what to label it as to, I guess I'm just dating someone, seeing someone, um, but it won't ever go into relationship territory, I would say. That's how I'd explain it to people. And what's funny is that I told myself I wouldn't do this and why I finished my last relationship. <laughs> Sheet. Well, but yeah. Things, things like that happen. Um, things that have been happening with that, when I was ill, the other week maybe like mm-hmm. two weeks ago he sent me a little care package when i was ill oh yeah you said how cute is that so cute so, so cute so when caring when they send you care package oh it's like when they actually go to a shop and think about the things that you want it is it is honestly sam yeah. bought me kombucha the other day and he fucking hates kombucha and i was like Oh, it's oh my god! We know we package. shouldn't be eating kombucha for our vaginas. Well, my vagina's okay. She's alright at the moment. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 
flashback to the yoni nutritionist yes well yes yeah kombucha is fine if you don't have sensitive yeah. for jj yeah. i also have a trick for everyone that's wanting to catch a man oh all right if, if you want <laughs> if you want to um really hook someone in all you need to do is take them out on a date <laughs> Whatever the date is, something that you both like. When you get back to yours, get the PlayStation on. Yes, if they're into gaming, because if they're not into gaming, then that's not going to (laughs) work. If they are also into gaming and you are a gamer, just do some gaming with the guy. I'm going to be very gender specific here because I think it's a very gender specific thing with the guy and have some gaming fun and then have a sexy time afterwards mm-hmm. it's literally a male fantasy that you will yes. be living out for them i thought you were gonna say tell them that you don't want a relationship and then they're yours forever <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty sure that's what i said to sam i was like i'm just fucking around man like i don't want anything serious and then i was like oh shit that's mind games <laughs> I don't no, know if that's my not things... mind games. I, I genuinely, I did, I genuinely <laughs> I you didn't, didn't do want... it on purpose. Yeah, no. Yeah. But I was, if you did say that on purpose when you were actually looking for a relationship, I don't think you're going to end up in a oh, situation yeah. that is good. Yeah, that's not smart. I'm not. I'm not telling anyone to be dishonest yeah. about what their wants and desires are because then that that's just causing yourself pain. Yeah. But if you want to pick up a guy, then become a girl gamer. Basically, yes. Live, yeah. live out their gaming girl fantasy. Because it's something that I did naturally because that's just who I am. And afterwards, the day after, um, he was just like, that was so hot. That's like something that men fantasize about. He was like, 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 I'm still in shock that you took me out on a date to the cinema. We went for dinner and then we came back to yours, gamed and then fucked. And he was so excited about it. Yeah, let's hope he doesn't necessarily speak for all men. <laughs> but I think, yeah, gaming men who just want, like, the chill date thing. It's Because it's cool. It's like... It wasn't a chill date. We did loads. And then we gamed. And then we fucked. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Sounds So, good. yeah, just get in there. Get in there, girls. Gals. Maybe it would work Or for... dudes. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Mm-hmm. Anyone that's into the gaming sphere. Oh, well, I think... I mean, that goes, if anyone's interested in anything, do something that they're interested in. Is that the moral of the story? I think so. Wow. I know. I think this, I feel, I still feel it specific to a, a male fantasy. Maybe it's more like do something that will shock them. So if they're really into football and you're not into football, then take them to a football match. But then Unless you will be having a good time if you're not into football. Yeah, that's true. I, well, actually, I don't know. You've been Maybe. to a football match and you've loved it. Yeah, it was quite fun, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's just take an interest in whoever and go out of your way to show that interest. But not like, you know, like keep it calm and cool. and, and like. Not that was me like being a pickup people. artist, by the way. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. You've just either, cool you've either made, made, or, made, make, made or break and make or break lots of people's relationships out there. Test of time. It's almost, I think it's 99.9% guaranteed. Wow. <laughs> this is from your professional relationship pickup artist here. Yeah. Ni- that's yes. 99.9. I'm and so if... great at 
picking up people. So, <laughs> and if that doesn't work, email Florence and <laughs> let her know. She'll give you your warranty back. <laughs> okay, shall we get on to talking about dirty talk? I think we need to. Oh, baby. So dirty talk. Read. Do you like dirty talk? I don't like it, Florence. I fucking love it. <laughs> it's like one of my. It is yeah, your it jam. is fully my jam, and I think yeah. I've only recently been able to experience it because I have someone who actually wants to oh. do role play and dirty talk and fuck around. So that's been really, really nice. And yes, I love it. It helps me like focus. Yeah, my and my brain is so scattered anyway. I find pleasure so hard to focus on a lot of the time and so dirty talk brings me back into the room brings me back into the the place and the pleasure that is so Mm. interesting i I think i actually experienced that recently like i don't know like over a month ago and someone was like saying things to me during sex i think i mentioned on the podcast and it was like the first time i was like what, that was like I'm pretty sure that's what made me yes. orgasm like it really drew me into the like and it, I just yeah I had like a g-spot orgasm because that was happening at the same time we're so turned on by our minds and dirty talk is that mind turn yes. on it's it's yeah. nothing physical it's literally just talking but it's so mm. hard to do for people um just to receive it to give it it's really fucking nerve-wracking for a lot of people it's like you know fucking you're so scared you're gonna make a mistake and sound stupid, which is like, yeah. It takes me so long to warm up to doing dirty talk with someone. And like, I feel like sometimes there's just some partners where you can just never do it because it sounds so stupid. Yeah, especially if it's, if you've had a bad reaction, you know, you have like a little play and they're yeah. like, oh, what the hell? You know, like they react negatively, then you don't want to do it again yeah it's it's it really is quite weird i feel like the more normal it is at the beginning the easier it is to just that's the way that you fuck and that's Mm -hmm. the stuff that you do together because i've definitely had a partner where we just dirty talked so much during the sex especially him he was and it was really fucking hot it was just Mm -hmm. like loads of like daddy dom role play kind of stuff and it was just hot and sexy because it was things that he was saying was so wrong (laughs) but with my ex we never really like did that kind of sex so Mm. when we did try it it just we just both we couldn't take each other seriously yeah i feel like it is something you you almost have to have and want to do at the very start of the relationship because i feel like introducing it takes a lot of work (laughs) not to feel stupid or silly or Mm -hmm. uncomfortable and Um, sometimes that's better and easier to do with someone that you don't know as well yeah oh so much easier to do it's like yeah for some reason sometimes it can be so hard telling something like your deepest darkest secret but if you're telling a stranger Mm -hmm. um compared to telling like a close friend it's it's kind of the same thought process. It, when it's a stranger, it doesn't matter if you fuck up or if you're stupid or because you might not ever see them again. But when it's somebody close to you, that it's almost like that stays. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like that. We should be able to introduce anything into the bedroom at any time if you want to, if you want to do it enough, if you both work hard at it. Because it's not easy. It's not like something... I feel like porn makes it look easy, which tricks us into thinking 
that it's easy and then people are like oh my god no I can't dirty talk that's not for me it's like no 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 it's it's a skill you have to learn and practice and feel comfortable doing for it to work yeah um, I, I've recently like used the like the daddy word like during texts and like even when I'm writing it in a text I'm like oh my god like I don't know if I feel weird but like it's hot at the same time yeah and I, I like the way you can incorporate dirty talk into all of those things as well, because I'm a big fan of sexting. And if mm-hmm. you think about it, sexting is basically just dirty talk. It is. It is. It's pure dirty talk. Yeah. Um, except you have a moment to think about what you're saying and rewrite it yeah. before you send. What um sort of things do you dirty talk about? When I dirty talk, I almost can only do it if I play like a dominant character or a dominant role. I find it so much easier to do that. But I find it really hard to dirty talk when I'm being submissive. Really hard. But then that's because mostly I'm trying to focus. So I I can't really focus and dirty talk at the same time. It's only when I listen to dirty talk that it helps me to focus. So interesting. So you don't dirty talk yourself in the sex that you're currently having? No, I, I, but I think that's where, that's what I enjoy is like that sort of absolute submissiveness when you go into subspace and you're yeah. not thinking straight, you're just like nodding. Uh-huh. You're just like, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And and I like being asked questions. I mean, like some of my favorite shit is like when I'm being asked questions, like, oh, what was it Sam did? He was like asking me like maths, like to do maths. And I was like, what? I was like trying so hard to figure out the answer of the maths question and I could that not. And a I very just... weird dirty talk. I'm yeah, not going to lie. It's so fucking hard, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Wait, why? Tell us why the maths dirty talk is hot. Like, because I, I don't think many people understand because you're not a maths, like an accountant. Or exactly. Anything. I am not. I am dyslexic. So maths is like my lowest form of, of skill. <laughs> um, it's, it's humiliation and yeah. feeling made to be feel stupid. Like, yeah, just like I'm a, all I am worth is just being fucked. I'm a dirty, dirty, stupid cum slut, and that's all I'm good for. What sort of things do people does Sam say to you? We've, that- I feel like we've done it all. You know, like <laughs> what I really enjoy is when we watch something, watch a film. Mm-hmm. And we're both like, well, I'm like, this is fucking hot. And then that gets incorporated into the bedroom. Oh, what? Um, yeah, so, so like, uh, what was it we did the other day? We did do sort of Western cowboy themed because we've been watching Godless on Netflix. Um, yeah. And I was doing Dirty Talk then, but like, it was so hard to keep it up when I was trying to be submissive. And I was like, oh, well, damn, sir. Oh, I can't believe you come into my barn. <gasps> Oh, like that kind of shit. Like, is there anything I can do to make you comfortable? Like that. And we were kind of fucking around. Is there anything I can do to make you comfortable? Would would you like to put your dick in my mouth, sir? (laughs) I wasn't, it was more like playing around, but then I feel like with Dirty Talk, you have to play around. You have to have fun with the space. And then there are moments where it switches and becomes serious. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because it can go into the kind of role play land quite easily. Mm -hmm. But it's not always role play because dirty talk could literally just be you saying, oh my God, your dick's so big and hard. And it's like, you know, it's making me so fucking wet. That's literally, that is what I say when... (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like something out of a fucking straight up porno. (sighs) When I'm being fucked, I'm like... 
this is fucked though. This is fucked. I'm like, tell us. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, oh, it's so fucked. I can't even say it. Um, I find normally... it really hard to repeat dirty talk right? stuff as well. It's like, it's, you're, it's the most it's a personal, moment. Yeah. really vulnerable space. Yeah, really intimate. I normally... So tell us. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us immediately for millions of people to hear. Um, I normally say shit that I think will turn him on. And a lot of the time it's like mm. bigging him up and bigging up yeah. his size. And so a lot mm. of the time it's like, fuck, you're too big. Like, I can't take it. Like, please, it's hurting me. Oh God, no, you need to stop. She's, oh, oh my God, that's going to make me calm no stuff like that kind of shit that's like that's that's oh, probably yeah. what the dirty talk comes to yeah and it's yeah. literally like every fucking porn fantasy i've ever seen but also that's what i've been indoctrinated with and that's what turns me on so and also that's what a lot of people have watched when they were growing up and learning about sex so that, that is why yeah. it turns them on in the first place as well yeah yeah everyone loves to big and hard that's like yeah. the go-to like the thing. masculine fantasy again generically yeah. speaking is wants to be big and powerful and throw you around yeah. and i'm um, got the biggest fucking cock in the world you know like that's what we've been <laughs> brainwashed to believe yeah um, yeah so you're right i'm yeah the that there's like two sides of the dirty talk there's like yeah. the role play side mm-hmm. but then there's the the actual like intimate moments like oh god that's turning me on so much i about. know i have not been laid like recently enough to have this conversation you need to get your pussy fed man mm-hmm. mm. i'm so horny <laughs> well, what do you say what do you enjoy hearing what do you say um come on you can't you can't leave me here <laughs> on my own man <laughs> I've I've dabbled. I've always been like quite self-conscious with dirty talk. I'm not gonna lie. It's always been something that's been quite tricky for me. So it's I hard. prefer doing, I prefer the listening. Um, the last experience I had was someone that was literally just like, I was riding him on top and he was just like, yeah, I keep going like that, like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that to me really turned me on in that moment. And I think that was like the focusing thing. And I like the uh, kind of affirmation during that it's feeling really good for them. Mm, yeah. Like I love hearing when they're just, you know, when they say, oh my God, your pussy feels so good. And like stuff like that. Yeah. That, t- like that turns me on. Cause I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> Magic <know>. pussy <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy's the magic, baby. But, yeah, and then obviously dabbled with the kind of like daddy dom, mm-hmm. so kind of just really basic stuff like no daddy, yes, yes like, daddy, okay, okay, okay daddy. <laughs> um, and what else? And then I did like the whole daddy talking lactation role play yes, stuff. Please, I beg of thee. Which. Oh my god, I can't. That, that's the one that I find it really hard to repeat. Yeah. I, it's so hard to think of what to say. Uh-huh. I think when you're dirty talking and it's like, it, yeah. again, it's it's taking your brain out of whatever it's thinking about and actually bringing it back down to your bodies in the moment. And that can be really yeah. hard for a lot of people, especially if you fantasize a lot during sex. Mm-hmm. I do actually, when I, I kind of say things during sex sometimes as well. Like if someone's in a really good position with me, I'll just mm-hmm. be like, oh my God, your dick feels so good inside me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck, that feels so good. Jesus. I'm trying to think of like, oh, that's not really dirty talk though. Of like, 
me just being like fuck fuck yes wow fuck that's not dirty talk dirty talk is mm. sort of like with a purpose yeah yeah I mean when I, I I do switch it up so when I'm not being submissive I find it so much easier to dirty talk when I'm I'm sort of more of a dominant character I'm telling telling mm-hmm. someone what to do that I find so much e- easier because again that's part of like my sex work and creating custom videos for people or custom yes um voice notes like practicing voice notes have been fun jerk off instruction joi has been yeah, really great yeah, yeah for like so it's basically directing somebody how to wank um yeah but then I, I, I'm a different person when I do that kind of dirty talk and I've tried it with Sam and he's, he, he's not, he, he, he's not really like put in the suspense, like the belief, what's it called? Suspended in the belief mm, it's because like I'm a different person. Yeah. It's your, like from when you used to do the babe channels, that's yeah, exactly. like that yeah. character. Yeah, that character where it's still me and I'm still enjoying it, but it's not the type of sexual character where yeah. I'm so ready to receive sexual pleasure like I am when I'm submissive. It's more like I'm getting pleasure by giving pleasure. Yeah. Um, and I guess you could say that's like switching. It's it's just a very different type of feeling. I guess you've had a lot of experience then with Dirty Talk because it literally was what you did for a living, like webcamming for so long. Yeah, I forget about that um, because yeah. I think about like the person, personal experiences, but dirty yeah. talking was everything. That's like my whole world, doing webcam work and you know being on the babe channels and being literally like a, a, a sex phone service yeah. um, and chatting to people. And, and that was easier. Again, I was a different, I was like, I embodied a different side of me um, and it was so yeah. much easier to tell people what to do it same with like you know foot worshippers it's just like oh you love my feet don't you you lick those soles that's it smell my toes it's just it comes so easy and the voice changes as well and it's like yeah you fucking love that don't you it's like the phone voice where do you find the inspiration to like what to say in dirty talk that's something that always gets me Mm. especially if someone asks me to say something I'm like uh my mind goes blank and I'm like I don't know what's hard to say right now uh, yeah, I think when it's open-ended, I think that's really hard. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I could. I'm just trying to think if like someone called me up and they were like, make me come. I'd be like, well, what makes you come? I need something to grip onto. Yeah. Which is, I think, why I liked people who were into feet because it was very easy. I could grip onto exploring feet. But when it's like, if it's basic, I mean, trying to lock into, generically speaking, what most dudes want to hear in like the porn scenario is yeah. yeah exactly what you say is is about like wow your cock's so fucking big it's gonna fill me up it might split me open oh my god it's gonna make me calm and gonna <laughs> squirt all over your open. dick all that shit um yeah maybe split me open was a bit extreme <laughs> yeah you really went there <laughs> i went there i went there um you went but there. you you have to have something to grip onto mm, that's a really good tip like finding what their biggest turns on are and then making something up from there and then run from there and not being afraid that you're gonna fuck up what's your go-to line if someone was just like say something hot to me or like daddy talk to me baby shit uh what what is their gender i need more context uh okay so if it was if it was a man and then if it was a woman like what's the what's the difference Actually, regardless of gender, maybe if I didn't know, I would bring it back to myself and tell them how much they're turning me on. Yeah. 
So yeah. yeah, and just be like, fuck, you make me so wet. Oh my God, I'm so fucking horny. I can't believe you've done this to me. Oh shit, I can't wait to fuck you. Oh, literally, you need to eat me out now. Oh my, you know, like I love it when your tongue's there. I don't know, some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I find it really hard to think of like a go-to line because I don't think that I necessarily do dirty talk that often yeah. when it comes to sex. But apart from the whole like, I don't know, like I'm, yeah, like something about you being, me being really turned on by them mm-hmm. or like they're making me feel really good. Or like they, that feels so good inside me. That's, I think, that's my go-to. I think that is like a safer bet. And then when you feel more comfortable or in the moment be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, what what would fucking turn you on? What what should I say? You know, ask them, but say it in a sexy way. Yeah. Um, like what fucking turns you on right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully they have it in them to be like, oh my God, your, your ass. I just fucking love your ass. Something like that. And you can be like, <laughs> what, my big juicy ass just bouncing up and down? Yeah, you fucking like it. Grip it. Oh, it feels so good when you grip it. <gasps> spread it, spread it. Oh, you know, just roll with it. I feel like I'm too excited there. Yeah, you're good. I don't, hey. think, <laughs> I don't think I'm that good at dirty talking. But that's, I'm switching my character. Like, I'm, mm. it's literally like two halves of my brain of one half, which is like, oh my God, it hurts so much. Oh my God, I'm going to fucking come. Like, that's a completely different person to, yeah. like, I'm fucking owning this space and I'm dirty talking into your ear and you're loving it so much and I'm loving it so much. It's like two separate people. I'm getting into my head here. I was just like, went off on a little daydream, like. It's like, you, you need some dick, man. You need some fucking dick. She had me clitnotized. With anything, consent is super important. But how yeah. would you get consent from dirty talking? That would just be a conversation before, or during, or after. Yeah. Right? Yeah, getting, I, I think you're right. I think getting consent for dirty talk is having a conversation about what they like and if they enjoy dirty talk. Mm-hmm. But most of the time you can kind of work up into it. I think it depends very much on what you say. Yeah, I feel like if you're giving the dirty talk, you really have to read them. If they're, because some people might be in a situation where they're having sex and then all of a sudden you're dirty talking at them and they're like, whoa, this is, this is a lot, this, I'm not into this. So, and they might not have the ability to be able to say like, can you not do that? Um, So I guess you just need to really check in with them. And while you're dirty talking, ask them like, does that, are you enjoying that? Does that turn you on? That's exactly what I would say. Mm-hmm. I would say test the waters with like one thing and then be like, does it turn you on when I say these things mm-hmm. to you and stuff like that? Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's. I feel like it's easy for us because we, we deal with consent really easily. It's part of mm. our second language. When we're having sex, we ask consent throughout without even thinking because it's so natural. But for other people, they just don't even realize it's a thing. So being so actively aware about your other other person or person's body language, about the way they're Mm -hmm. breathing, about the way they look, about the way that they are moaning or vocalizing. Um, And if you're unsure, all you need to do is ask. And I think that's important. Even if they react weird to you asking and they might be like, oh yeah, of course. Like you've asked, you've done your part. Their awkwardness is on them. Yeah. 
I would say that sexting is a really good way of like getting into dirty talk if you like yes. want to step into it because you know you're not with them in person so you don't have to have the embarrassment there of like saying the wrong things you can kind of test out the waters to see what they react to and you know oh sexting is ah oh, like teenage years when yeah. phones just came in and you're like sexting your boyfriend actually it wasn't teenage when did i have a fucking phone yeah i was teenager i had a phone teenager like an old oh my god old brick how mm. would you sext on one of those phones bloody hell that would be a lot of and effort. i accidentally sent a sext message to my mom and i had to run down and delete it off her phone <laughs> I remember that very clearly. Oh my God, no. I didn't ever sex when I was a teenager. I just had phone calls. I phoned up boys every single night and was talking until like 4 a.m. I was doing that on MSN. MSN oh my god, Emerson! Emerson yes. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, cyber sex. Yeah. That's cyber what sex. it used to be called. It was mm-hmm. it used to be cyber sex. I used to talk on the phone. Oh my god, I used to dirty talk when I was a teenager because we basically just we're talking about like how do you masturbate and like yes because that is a form of dirty talk even mm-hmm. if it is just explaining what you like what you don't like if it gets sexy yeah. or if you're not together then you're describing what you're doing to each other or thinking yeah. about it that's still a, a very solid form of dirty talk i think we mm-hmm. think that dirty talk is like how you see it in porn where it's like do you like me touching your hard cock? You know, it doesn't have to be yeah. like that. It could be like, so yeah, how how do you masturbate? And you're like, well, so, you know, I use this vibrator and I get my lube out. And yeah. That's dirty talk. If they're fucking yeah. wanking off at the same time, you're doing it. Yeah. <gasps> dirty talk voice, voice notes. Oh, I love those. Those are the ones I replay over and over again. I'm like... Oh my god, I I did that with someone during lockdown actually. Yeah. I did hot. lots of things like that, like phone sex. That's basically just a dirty mm. talk for like it's a conversation but with dirty talk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, lockdown I'm... hopefully helped us practice all of this shit like all of long it. distance dirty talk. Yeah. How sexting. how would you start a sext to someone like talking Fuck. dirty? Um I would make it very clear and be like, fuck, this is turning me on or like, oh my yes. God, that's so sexy. Um, that's, I think, that's how I start things as well. I'm mm-hmm. like, this, like, I'm really turned on right yeah, now. This is turning this me is really on. really turning me yeah. on. Or mm-hmm. catching like the flirty vibe. Um, yes. Oh, I and, wish I was lying on top of you right now. Yeah. Or like, I wish I was with you right now. Yeah, it's a yeah. good one. And then it's like, well, what would you be doing if you were here? It's like, well, but then some <laughs> someone might say that innocently and be like, I wish I was with you right now. And they're like, I wish my hard cock was inside you right now. And they're like, oh, Lord, I just wanted to cuddle, you know? I feel like maybe don't go in that quickly <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah, you, you want to, if you're going to go in with something explicit, you want to make damn well sure you're they're doing it the with the right page. Yeah, on the same page. Or if you're not sure, just be like, how do you, the, the best question are you into sexting? How do you feel about sexting? Yeah. Because dirty talk, again, has this sort of stereotype. Move away from dirty talk. Maybe ask a different question. Be like, even if you're in person, can you describe to me how you what fuck you want me? To... Yeah, <gasps> yeah what, you, what would you want to do to me? Yeah, what I want to do to you. Can you describe to me how you'd want to fuck this other person that we're both going to fantasize about, you know? So, mm. Possibilities oh man, endless. They really, really are. I'm so horny. 
have you ever had like a dirty talk situation where you were just like, no, this is the worst thing that anyone's ever said to me in the bedroom? Uh, I've definitely had like times where, the, where it's been really awkward or just not synced. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The only time I can think of is like when I was, when I had like a one night stand in my twenties and as the guy was coming, he said, I love you. And that was shocking to hear that because I was just like, where the fuck did that come from? The weirdest thing that anyone's ever said to me during sex. I think it was just that guy that was just like, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, the yes guy. We love <laughs> the yes. God, yes guy. Just only yeses, nothing else. Mm. Um, but I think I've been quite lucky when it comes to people saying weird shit or I've just not remembered the weird shit. So we actually asked our listeners the same question on Twitter. Oh my God, yes. They're going to have much better examples. (laughs) Wait, what than than us? Yeah, than us. That's terrible. (laughs) Ours was so terrible. (laughs) I wish I had, I I, I think my memory sucks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's hard to pinpoint. You know what, like later on, after we've recorded, we'll be like, oh yeah. Yeah, that person said that shit. Literally. Mm-hmm. I'll tr- if, if that happens, I'm going to write it down and say in the next episode. Yep. Okay, right. Responses from listeners from Twitter. We've got a Twitter now. I mean, we've always had Woo. a Twitter, but it's actually active. So go yeah. check out our Twitter if you do like the tweet thing. So the first one is, my girlfriend at the time did an impression of her dad's laugh whilst I was inside her. It really, really ruined the mood. <laughs> shit that's fucking jokes i want to hear this dad's impression why would you do that you know when you're like fucking and you suddenly start talking about really normal shit and it's not you're just sort of like fuck it there's there are definite moments where i've i've my focus again has gone so out of it and i'm like oh yeah like you know we've got plans tomorrow like what do you think about doing those plans tomorrow and people are just like get back in the room come on this is how bad the focus is Wow. Um, and I, I imagine it was something like that where they were just chatting. Just they must have fucking... been yeah, they must have been messing around. Yeah. <laughs> imagine you the dick would just go. <laughs> I mean her vagina surely would shrivel up, you know? <sighs> Unless she done. was into that. <gasps> Daddy issues. next one. I love your childbearing hips. It was a hookup. Uh, would you take that as an insult or like as oh a compliment? Oh my god! It depends if you were into the impregnation. Fantasy. Oh yeah, impregnate me. Maybe he was. May- I mean, I'm assuming it's a he. That's not he fair. He m- must have been. They, um, they must have been. They yeah. must have been mm, childbearing. Super hips. into having babies. Potentially, or maybe he was trying to. Co- it could have been like a weight thing. Maybe he was genuinely into um, curvy women. But and was like, why me into a thing? Childbearing. I don't know. We say some fucking weird shit when we're horny. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say if someone said that to me. I'd be like, uh... Yeah, I think okay. I would... Have, you'd have to stop and be like, do you want to put a baby in me? Okay, we can roll with this one. Yeah. Like, Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do that. You want to put a fucking baby in me? Mate, I feel like I'm slowly going that direction of like potential impregnation fantasy. It's hot. You've got to jump on board. In it. We had the same therapist and talked about our counselling throughout, haha, handcuffs and childhood trauma. Uh, 
Okay, firstly, they have the same therapist, which, I mean, it's that's weird. fucking crazy. Either a coincidence or this therapist is doing something wrong. Yeah. Uh, and and they're talking about this throughout fucking. Turned I mean, also, on by therapy. This is literally, maybe, but then we've Tur- literally just talked about this, right? Like handcuffs and childhood trauma. And, and that's like, you know, almost um, getting that's through a turn on. existing I- issues. Mm-hmm. with sex hmm. i guess they're just going into their past selves childhood traumas yeah age regression then, like, is huge um, i mean we, we fucking do it with the the daddy dom stuff you know that's so yeah. that's unbelievable childhood shit yeah age regression it's like very domineering handcuff you know it's oh my god the little yeah because like little girl little girl exactly yeah like fuck. that's girl. turning me on it's so annoying yeah baby, baby girl oh baby girl call me baby girl every time oh my god please <laughs> instantly sodden with a sodden but, but without actually being sodden because yeah. discharge doesn't work like that and might, might we make this clear? Um, we are compartmentalizing our actual childhood and our relationships with our parents. Yes. You know, it's very much a separation, but because it's... it is so close, you know, it's like the fucking uh, role play and, and uh, fantasies about incest. You know, it's not that you actually want to fuck your family. It's just no. because it's so shameful and so close and it feels so wrong that it feels so it's... right because it feels so wrong yeah and it's totally cool to have these fucking crazy feelings and that's like part of being human yeah next one <laughs> next um thank you next why don't you just use your fingers instead was the best and worst for different reasons i'm assuming this is a dude who's fucked a person and they've requested them to go back to fingers that's what i'm assuming or are they going down on someone and they weren't very good? But I don't think this is a bad thing. The best and worst for different reasons. Must be like, oh, I'm embarrassed because I'm doing something wrong, but also thank you for communicating to me what you want. Yeah. Right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I can get why some people take it really personally when yeah. someone says something like that during sex. It depends on the way you say it, I think. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's good that you communicate like what you actually want to happen. And if it's not working for you, then you kind of need to say it because otherwise you're just sitting there and it's not fun. Yeah, you just wasting no one time. Needs that. Yeah, it's not about that life. No. Oh my days, this next one, please. Please. <laughs> Should I take my teeth out? I mean, that would make a blowjob so much better. Yeah, innit? You need to ride on that gummy wave. <laughs> yeah oh my god that just reminded me of a really hot thing that sam said the the other day when, when i was giving Wait, a blowjob he was like he was like again it was like baby baby girl talk he was like no 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 don't use your teeth that's it you're better than this that's it no teeth i, was like, <laughs> I forgot uh, oh my god i'm no so teeth. self-conscious of my teeth during blowjobs it's it's tricky We've got a lot of fucking teeth in there. And like, sometimes we can't get yeah. our mouths wide. Sometimes the angle, you're not even mm-hmm. doing the teeth thing, but the angle just gets in there. I know someone that likes his dick being bitten. <gasps> same, same. Like, like kind of like 
almost like, yeah on the head yeah lightly chewed on but not like we're not talking like we're talking lightly you know they love the sensation of it that's fascinating yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that person would not want them to take their teeth out fuck me fuck me fuck me fuck me fuck me <laughs> So those were our questions of Twitter. So obviously go and follow us on Twitter so that you can be part of the next episode or the episode in the future anyway. Yeah, We baby. would love to have you there. And of course you can follow us on all other social media. Like Instagram is probably our main place to go as well as YouTube and Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, also I wanted yeah. to mention I'm wearing one of our <gasps> Fucks Given Curious Fucker it looks Club so t-shirts. Cute. Oh shit, I might get us banned off of YouTube if she I shaking her boobies. my titties like that. Um so yeah, really cute t-shirts that you can get for yourself and be part of the Curious Fuckers Club. They're really cute. Yeah. They're white with a little Fucks Given heart on the breast. Mm-hmm. Left we also breast. have we also have the tote bags and stickers that you can see on www.comecurious.co.uk yeah baby i love the stickers so much I, I i wear my tote everywhere i go but yeah i hope you've enjoyed this episode on dirty talk i feel like we need to do the outro like in our dirty talk voices oh my god that's such a good idea reed it's really turning me on well curious fuckers i hope you've enjoyed this episode of uh, fucks given and of course if you have a fuck off story for us you can tweet or dm us on instagram start it with fuck off story and then go in deep oh yeah if you loved this episode as much as we did then make sure you leave a rating and review and tell us how good we've been oh <laughs> fuck florence that was so fucking hot you were turning me on so much right now so mm. much we go and sort ourselves out i think and we need to we will see you next thursday see curious you next fuckers. thursday curious fuckers In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.